and welcome to the Good and Faithful podcast. I am your host, Jessica Clark, and I hope you guys are having such a good day so far or have had a good day, depending on what time you're listening to this at. I am currently recording this on a Wednesday morning, and I'm currently recording this episode at the end of December 2023, so I'm not exactly sure when this episode's going to come out because I know I'm going to take a break from posting episodes, or I guess uploading episodes, um, between the Christmas and New Year's weeks, and so in 2024, I will definitely schedule this episode to go out, so not sure when you're going to be listening to this episode app, but for me, it's December and Christmas is right around the corner. It's less than a week away and I am not prepared at all, but I'm going to get prepared because yesterday was actually my last day of work for the rest of the year. I am just going to use the rest of my PTO for this week and then all of next week. So I'm super excited for that because I knew I definitely needed a break from work. And I know I've talked about work and my job and my career this entire year just because it was all very new to me. I started my corporate America job at the beginning of this year. And so that was like mid-January. So it's been, I guess, 11 months at this point. Um, But I also worked at this company a little bit last year for my internship. And then I worked there part-time when I was finishing up my degree. Um, So I've spent some time there. But Truly, this job has been such a blessing. I love what I do. I love where my job is located. I love everything about the job. It's truly been a huge blessing from the Lord. But at the same time, I live an hour away from my house right now. I mean, wait, what was I saying? I live an hour away from my work um, until today and tomorrow because I am actually going to move to Atlanta. And so I don't know if y'all have heard the previous episodes, but I have been working diligently to find a place in Atlanta for me to move to so I can be closer to my job because I've been very burnt out this year just from driving so much. You know, I love driving and I love spending quality time with the Lord in the car. And I definitely feel like throughout this year, my faith has definitely grown uh, because of all the time I spent in the car because I had no other choice basically. Well, I guess I had choices uh, with what to spend my time doing. And I chose to spend quality time with the Lord. I would spend my time listening to worship music. I would read my Bible or listen to my Bible. I can't read and drive. Um, And then I would listen to podcasts, like Christian podcasts and stuff like that. And so it was definitely a fruitful year. I learned so much about the Lord, learned so much about myself and my faith. Uh, But at the same time, driving is stressful and it's not my favorite thing to do. Um, In the past two or three weeks, I've gotten a parking violation and a speeding ticket, which is so annoying. I didn't even get pulled over for these. It was just sent in the mail to me. Um, So I hate driving in Atlanta, guys. I am just so fed up from driving and it's all just like barely speeding or like I was like in a parking lot for like an hour and it's just, it's so annoying because I'm just so fed up from driving. And so this just really, you know, pushed me over the edge. So I'm very excited to move so that I don't have to drive nearly as much as I am right now. Um, So yeah, that's just what's going on in my life. I know that I love to update you guys with what's going on in my life. Also, if you listen to the previous episodes that I have uploaded, then you can kind of look back on all the growth that's happened in my life, in my spiritual walk with the Lord, but also in my personal life and just seeing how the Lord is working all things out. And no matter how much I stress about certain things, the Lord always comes through and he always works out and his timing is always the best. No matter how much I worry, how much I stress, how much I try to figure things out for myself, the Lord always provides. And when he does, it's way better than anything I could ever expect or ever imagine. So I'm really thankful with how the circumstances turn out and who I'm living with, where I'm living, 
who I'm living near. And the Lord has also provided me with a lot of friendships near me or people who live near me. And I'm really excited for that. And then also um, he's provided me with a great church that I'm excited to get more involved in once I move. But it's just really hard for me to, you know, attend church every Sunday there, especially when it's an hour away from my house. And so very excited for what's to come in 2024 in regards to my faith, my personal life, but also with the podcast as well. I've got a lot of different ideas for the podcast, and I know that since I will be moving closer to my work, I'll have a lot more time that I will not be spending driving, but I'll actually be able to spend uh, focusing on my spiritual walk with the Lord and focusing on the podcast, focusing on other things, focusing on taking care of myself, because that's something I wish I did more this year. And yes, I did take care of myself Um, spiritually, I did spend a lot of quality time with the Lord and I grew myself that way, but I definitely feel like I wore myself out because of all the time I spent driving. And even at the beginning of this year, from January to May, early June, I was driving from my college town in Athens to work. So I was driving like an hour 30 to two hours from Athens, Georgia to Atlanta because traffic is horrible on that highway that takes me to Atlanta. And it's just, it's just a mess, but it's okay because the end is in sight and I'm so excited. So I'm guessing that yesterday was my last time driving over an hour to work. But anyways, I'll stop ranting about that um, because today I've got such an exciting episode for you guys. This is something that has really been on my heart in the past week or so. And this always happens with these episodes. It's always something that the Lord is working with me on in this time. And so it's really cool to see how he works and how he reveals things to me on like a certain topic. And he'll show me like in the Bible, I'll just happen to be reading in the Bible about the same thing that the Lord has put on my heart. And so this really cool thing happened in the past like two days. So I guess it was two nights ago. I had written in my journal for the first time in a minute, like just a journal, like a prayer sort of thing. And I wrote like nine pages of stuff. And I am going to read that to you guys today uh, because it's really coming straight from the heart. It's pretty vulnerable and just exactly how I've been feeling lately. And it's cool to read that. And I know that the Lord was feeling the words that I was writing on the pages. And then this morning, I've been reading my Bible, and I'm going through the book of Luke right now, but I'm a few days behind because last week I went out of town, I went to Charleston, and I was trying to keep up with reading through the book of Luke in the month of December, but of course, I'm a few days behind because I've been traveling and hanging out with friends and all this stuff, and so I'm trying to catch up now. And so I read Luke chapter 15 and 16 today, um, and it's currently the 20th, so I'm a few days behind. But it's so cool because Luke chapter 15 was exactly what I needed to read today. So I love how the Lord works. He works in the craziest ways. And so I'm really excited to just share a few things with you guys just because um, it was just such a great reminder for me because every now and then I will doubt God's goodness. I will doubt my faith. And sometimes I'll just doubt in general and just worry and get caught up in my own emotions and my thoughts and wonder if I am on the right track. And so you'll definitely hear some of that in the journal entry that I wrote. And then I'll also just share some thoughts. And then I will go into Luke chapter 15 and just read a few things and just, you know, explain what the Lord is doing in my life, how he is revealing himself to me through it all, through all the craziness, through all of the heartbreak, through all of the hurt and everything that I have experienced in my life. And I hope that this can be a good reminder for you guys. I have no idea what's going on in your faith, in your journey. Maybe you are doubting. Maybe you're doubting the Lord's goodness. Maybe you are just questioning your faith. Maybe you're questioning that the Lord is seeing you right now. Maybe you haven't seen any sort of 
growth in your life or any sort of change, and I don't know exactly what that looks like for you. Today, I hope that this can be a good reminder that the Lord does see you and he does love you, and this is something that has been hard for me to grasp, but I hope that my story can be very helpful for you guys, and I'm excited to get into it. But before I do, of course, I want to start off this episode in a word of prayer. So, dear God, thank you so much for today. Thank you so much for giving me the words to speak and just giving me this topic and placing this on my heart for the past week or so. I just pray that you give me the words to speak throughout this episode. I pray that you just lead the conversation. I pray for the person who is listening to this episode right now. I just pray that you give them an overwhelming spirit of peace. I pray that you just give them clarity on certain things that they are praying for in their lives. I just pray that you just reveal yourself to them and show them that you care about them and that you love them and that you see them. And I hope that this can be a reminder of that, Lord. And so thank you so much for all that you do in our lives, whether we see it or whether we don't. And yeah, I say all this in Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. All right, so let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. So I'll start this off by saying, I don't know what season you're in right now in life. I don't know if you are experiencing a lot of growth and a lot of answered prayers, but some of us are also just waiting on the Lord and waiting for him to pull through in our lives. And the more and more that we wait, um, the more and more that sometimes we get nervous about if the Lord is going to answer our prayers at all. And a lot of times, in my life at least, sometimes my vision of how the Lord is going to answer my prayers is way different from what the Lord, you know, knows is best. And so my answered prayers will look a lot different than what I had envisioned them to be. And I hope that makes sense to you guys. But basically, sometimes I'll be sitting around and I'll be praying for certain things. But the way that I had envisioned the Lord to, you know, work those things out in my life and answer those prayers is different than maybe what the Lord envisions for me. And so whenever I pray and I go to God and I ask him for certain things in my life, I pray for, you know, people to come and to know the Lord in my life, like family and friends. I pray for the Lord to work all things out as far as my moving and just having me in the right place in Atlanta or just praying that the Lord would give me clarity on who he wants me to date or giving me clarity on if I'm at the right church or not. So it's hard for me sometimes because sometimes I'm praying for certain things and I just don't feel like the Lord is listening to me and sometimes I don't feel like he cares. And of course, I know he does care. It says it in the Bible and I trust his goodness, but there are those moments in our faith when we do doubt and it's totally valid. It's totally normal. That's just part of our flesh. That's just part of who we are as humans. Our first instinct is to fall into our flesh and it's easy for us to doubt and it's easy for us to get consumed by our thoughts and it's easy for us to not trust in the Lord because, you know, that is something that we have to train ourselves to do almost. And so throughout this year, I have seen some growth. I have seen some answered prayers in my life. I've seen a lot of good change. Um, I've seen the podcast grow. I've seen the podcast be born and I was a part of it. And I'm very thankful that the Lord was alongside me through all of that. Um, That was something that had been on my heart basically my entire life. And I'm really excited that he provided for me in that way this year. It just was something that I wasn't expecting as far as the timing of it. But then there are other areas in my life where I wonder if the Lord is going to answer that prayer. 
And then when I get antsy and I'm like, okay, God, like I really want a boyfriend or I really want you to pull through in this way. I really want you to provide a living space for me in Atlanta. I really want you to provide a easy way for me to transition from living at home to Atlanta. I just, you know, sometimes you don't hear anything back and it's really hard in those moments to trust the Lord because a lot of us expect the Lord to give us a answer instantly and when we don't, it's a little hard because, of course, we're so used to in this day and age um, having that instant, I guess, gratification. We're so used to instantly like getting on our phones and getting what we want in an instant. We're used to like Amazon, two-day shipping, stuff like that, just things that come so instantly to us. And so when we are working on the Lord's timing, it's definitely a lot different than the timing that we could do for ourselves. Because if we wanted to do things in our own strength, we definitely could. If we wanted to do the things that we truly wanted to do, if we wanted to indulge in our sins, we are so freely able to do that. And we can get what we want in an instant. But when we're working on the Lord's timing, it's so hard because not all the time the Lord will you know, work all things out for good overnight. Sometimes it takes weeks or months or years. And it's in those moments when it does take a little bit longer for him to pull through, I guess pull through, I don't know if that's the right word, but for him to, you know, provide for you and provide that need that you are praying for and longing for, it's easy for us to doubt. And it's easy for us to be tempted to, you know, go back to doing things in our own strength because we could do it we could get what we want if we do it in our own strength, but it may not be the type of result that God has waiting for us. And so once you realize that God's plan and the way that the Lord works things out is so much better than anything you could ever plan for yourself, you'll want to start surrendering every area of your life to the Lord, surrendering those plans that you've made for yourself, surrendering all of that, and just trusting in the Lord and his goodness. But in those moments when you are waiting for months or years for something to happen or something good to change in your life, it's hard. It's really hard to trust in the Lord. And so a lot of times I feel unseen when I do go to God and I ask him for things. And I know it's sometimes me coming to God with my selfish desires. And so this year I've really worked on just surrendering all of my personal plans and my personal goals, like, you know, having a career like jump or something like that, or praying for a boyfriend or praying for certain things in my life to happen. Um, And rather than doing all of that, I just pray to God. I say, Lord, let your will be done. Not my will, but yours be done, Lord. And whatever that may be, whatever that looks like, I am ready and I am surrendering all of that to you. I surrender all my plans to you, Lord. And I don't know if I'm going to get married in the future. I don't know if I'm going to end up having a boyfriend in the next five or 10 years. I don't know what that looks like. Not like I really want one right now. I am pretty indifferent when it comes to that. But at the same time, I look around and especially with the Christmas season, like I saw like five of my friends get engaged last year or not last year, last week. Oh my gosh. So recently, five of my different friends got engaged and it was crazy because I never really feel like I'm behind. But in that moment, I was like, whoa, all of these people in my age group are married, engaged, have kids, all this sort of stuff. And I'm literally 22, which is crazy. You know, I just never thought that that would happen. It's definitely been very weird for me to experience. And I know that we're 
all of us in our young 20s are experiencing this as well, just seeing how we're all in different stages of life. But it's easy for us to compare ourselves to each other. And it's easy for us to question God's goodness if maybe that other person who is in a different season of life than us is in the season of life that we want. And then we question God, like, why is this not happening to me yet? Why do I feel behind? All this sort of stuff. And so I'm not saying all of this because I feel behind, but it's in these moments when I see those things happening to other people and I am very happy for them. But then I question if I'm going to get that as well in the near future. And I don't know but I need to trust the Lord and his goodness and that he will provide and not my will, but his be done. And I am just going to trust in his goodness. And then also looking back on this year, I had really been praying for someone in my family to come in to know the Lord. I mean, of course I pray for all of my family members, but this one in particular, um, I just been really praying for their salvation, just really trying to walk alongside them, trying to just speak truth into them and I really thought that things were going to go well and then turns out things actually got way worse and it's really hard for me to watch because you know I go to God and I'm like look like I did all that you had called me to do even though I did not want to go to this person and I didn't want to share my story I didn't want to show love to them I didn't want to you know speak truth into their life because they had hurt me so much in the past, the Lord gave me so much peace about doing it and gave me such a sense of urgency to do it. So I know that it was coming from the Lord. And so I was like, okay, Lord, if this is what you want me to do, I will do just that. And so throughout this year, I have been pouring into this person, trying so hard, no matter how much this person has hurt me throughout my entire life. And this person has still hurt me this year. It's been really, really hard and draining and stressful for me to pour into this person, but I'm still doing it because I know that's what the Lord has called me to do. And I feel like I almost wore myself out from doing it. Not like I was overwhelming myself by doing it, but it's like I would go and pour into this person. I would speak truth over them and I would just try to, you know, be a light in their life. And then I would get hit back with some horrible things. I don't really know how to explain it. I'm trying to be vague here, but then at the end of this year, I went to God and I was like, look, I really thought you were going to pull through this one. And it turns out that things are now definitely much worse. Not like it's my fault. It's definitely not my fault. It's just a self-induced sort of thing. You know, people don't want to change. I have to accept that. Maybe that's something I needed to learn this year. Maybe that's what the whole point of this whole journey has been with me and this person. But Either way, I need to trust that the Lord is good and that he will provide. And I know that it's easier said than done. And it's easier when someone is looking at this situation from the outside being like, oh, why don't you just trust God? Why don't you just trust God with this person and just pray that he will provide? And like, I have been this entire year and I didn't see any growth and it hurts and it's so sad. And so how on earth would you want to trust the Lord after an entire year of things not working out? And I know, I know deep down, I still need to trust the Lord because I've seen him work in my life. Um, even though like one example is I didn't really have many friends in high school and I really prayed for godly Christian friendships and it took all four or like three years of high school, I guess my senior year, things started working out. Um, but it took uh, like three, three or four years for the Lord to provide me with great godly Christian friendships and people in my life. And that was really hard because I was really going through it. Freshman through junior year was the absolute worst time in my life. I was going through so much. I felt so alone. My parents got divorced. I was just going through it. It was not good. But 
seeing him work all things out for good after that has really been cool, especially because now I have an abundance of friendships. I am more confident than ever, and I'm really thankful that the Lord put me through that because now I am the type of person to notice the one who is lonely or not talking to anyone, and I will go up to that person more than likely and help them feel included because that's just, you know, that was how I was in high school, and I wish someone did that to me. And I really appreciated it when people did that to me. So I'm really thankful that the Lord always works things out for good and it turns us into stronger, more confident people. But even so, it's still hard. And so with that being said, I'm going to read my journal from two nights ago and then I will read a little bit of Luke chapter 15 because it also kind of ties into what I wrote. Um, It's just really cool how the Lord kind of provided me with a word from the Bible after I was having these thoughts. And so I'll just go ahead and start reading the journal entry. I think one of the hardest things to grasp is the fact that I am deserving of a love like the one our Heavenly Father freely gives to us. Sometimes I don't feel worthy enough to go to God and to rest in his presence because I convince myself I'm too far gone. I look back at all the moments I betrayed my heavenly father and chose to live selfishly and do things my way and live a life that serves myself and my own desires. I think back to the times when I knew God had a better plan for me, yet I chose to turn away from the narrow yet certain path and follow the ways of the world, the desires that bring no one satisfaction. I am quick to judge and give in to my flesh, rather than thinking twice about my actions. I look around to the people whose lives seem to be so put together, to the ones who have put their full trust in God, and things seem to be working out for them. Then I look at all the moments in my life when I trusted God with my life and all my messes, all my flaws and all my mistakes, all my plans, all my hopes and dreams. I feel like nothing good has happened to me. What am I doing wrong? Am I simply not good enough for God's goodness? Why do I feel like I'm doing all the right things and I'm still not seeing change or breakthroughs or the fruits of my labor? Then I look to the people whose lives seem to be going very well for them, the ones who never consider giving their cares to the Lord, the ones who go about their days focused on anything other than serving a God who cannot be seen by the human eye. How come things are going well for them when I am feeling convicted every time I am tempted to walk away from the Lord and to want to do things in my own strength? I try and try every day to be good enough for God and to surrender everything to Him, but the more and more I do, the more and more I wait for breakthrough, the more I second-guess God's love for me, the more I question the quality of my faith and the level of my trust in God. It's always the ones who are enjoying the bountiful blessings the Lord has given to them who say to trust in God and that he will provide. But when? Why? Why do I feel unseen sometimes? Why do I feel like my prayers will never be answered? Why do I feel like God is silent? Why is it hard for me to keep trusting that God will provide when it doesn't look like he has? I ask myself these questions sometimes when I feel stagnant. I know my faith and time spent with the Lord is not a waste. But there are moments when I question the Lord's goodness and if he is truly there for me. There are moments when I feel distant. There are moments when I don't understand why something so bad has happened to me. There are times when I pray for the people I love and wonder why they haven't yet changed, let alone considered a relationship with Jesus. There are moments when I want to give in to the comments people make about me believing in an imaginary God and that I am wasting my time and wasting my youth. And it's easy for me to want to walk away from the Lord when I consider these things. 
when I lose sight of the Lord's love for me amidst all of my hardships. Even when I was at my lowest, he was there. He's always been there. And when I ran so far away from the Lord, when I doubted his goodness, when I worried about what others thought of me, when I was so wrapped up in my fears and anxieties, when I felt like I had to settle for whatever guy, when I worried about my finances and future plans, and when I felt the most alone, my God has always been there. He supplied my every need for each day, and he continues to. He provided me with an abundance of friendships and a Christian community because that's what I prayed for for so many years. He gave me the confidence to be myself and to speak up because that's what I desired in myself. He blessed me with rekindled relationships and a secure home environment because that's something I needed for 20 years. He provided me with opportunities, a career, strengths, talents, gifts, abilities, and a driven personality. And looking back, every step of the way, the Lord was there with me through it all, no matter how far I had gone away from him. Even when my faith was lacking, he was providing for me. He guided my steps even when I felt like I was headed in the wrong direction. He used my story of sin and shame and brokenness and turned it into a miracle story and testimony that I now use to share to others the redemptive power and love of our Savior Jesus Christ. He gave me dreams for years that are now coming into fruition because of his overwhelming grace and endless mercy. And I have no idea what is coming up next in my life, but whether it is something good or bad, I will continue to trust in the Lord and his goodness. I will remain expectant and hopeful, not because I want something in return, but because I know the Lord loves me. He sees me. He's been right there all along. He's seen my hurt and he knows my pain. He understands my heartache. He's watched me stumble, but my Savior died for it all. And his resurrection exemplifies his love for me, that I am born again and made new in Christ. I may never live to see the fruits of my labor. I may never get to experience all that I have hoped and dreamed for in life. I may never be able to witness the people I love coming to know the Lord. I may never get what I think I deserve back. But I do know this. I know the Lord loves me. I know he sees me, and he knows my heart. I know he loves me so much that he saved my soul. I know I am not deserving of God's love for me, and no one is. We're all sinners, and we all fall short under the glory of God. But because God loves me so much, he sent his son on the earth to live a perfect life and to die on the cross for my sins and on my behalf, and he resurrected so that I... Sorry, I'm tearing up, so I can't really read this... (laughs) And he resurrected me so that I, who believes in him, will not die, but spend eternal life with him. Tell me that's not a bunch of hocus pocus. (laughs) But once you've experienced or witnessed the true miracle-working power of the Lord Jesus Christ, you'll realize that all of God's directions written out in the Bible, all of his truth, all of his protection and provisions, all of his love and mercy and grace are freely given to each and every one of us because he loves us. And it's so real, more real than any sort of self-fulfilling plans you could ever make for yourself. And even if I still don't see the fruits of my labor, I will continue to trust in the Lord because he is enough for me. And it's in these moments when I face hardships that I realize the Lord has been with me all along. And it's in these moments when I face hardships that I realize that the Lord has been with me all along. And if I never faced anything bad, I never would have recognized the Lord has always loved me in the first place. 
So that is what I wrote in my journal. And yes, I'm tearing up because it was just really moving. And I know that I wrote that myself, but I know that the Lord was with me alongside me as I was writing this down because these are my thoughts. These are the things that I have been thinking of in my head, but I didn't know how to put it into words. And so when I sat and write this down, I felt like the words were like flowing onto the page. And it was just really cool to experience that with the Lord. But I am really thankful that I was able to put these into words just because it's good for me to process my thoughts and process my feelings. But basically, lately, I had just been feeling like the Lord wasn't seeing me and the Lord wasn't providing in the ways that I thought he would. But after doing a lot of thinking and as I was writing this down, I had realized the Lord has really been there for me all along. And all of the things that I have been praying for and dreaming of in my life um, really don't matter because the only thing that will satisfy my soul is just being with the Lord and to truly know and to love him. And that is all I want in my life. And so all of these things that I am just seeing the Lord not working through, I just doubt his goodness because that's what I want for my life, but rather trusting in the Lord and just trusting that he will provide in his perfect timing and that he has provided in the past in his perfect timing. I don't need to sit here and doubt how good he is because he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for my sins so that I can be forgiven, so that I am redeemed and made new in him. And that is all I really want. And that is the only reason why I live. And I will continue to trust in the Lord because he is enough for me. Just him and his grace and his mercy and his steadfast love for me is enough. If that means I have to suffer for the rest of my life, that is fine because that's just part of being a Christian. You are going to watch other people in your life who are doing things in their own strength see good things happen in their lives, but they're probably doing it in their own strength rather than you getting to experience the true goodness and love that the Lord has for you. And the Lord will provide, he will. And I've seen that happen in my life in the past, but it's hard in these moments when, you know, you go to the Lord and ask for things and you don't see breakthrough, you don't see things happening, at least just yet or at all. And you wonder, like, is the Lord going to provide for me at all? When, you know, you're watching other people in your life who are, you know, seeming happy, they seem like they have all they want, but is that what will satisfy us? These things that I've been going to God praying for, like, let's say a boyfriend, for example, let's say um, a perfect community or things like that, at the end of the day, none of that matters. I mean, yes, a godly Christian community does matter, and I guess having a spouse that helps guide you in your faith and leads you well does matter. But at the end of the day, the only thing, the only one I want to live for is the Lord. And just to sit in his goodness and to rest in that and just to be at home with him is truly all that matters. And once you realize that, everything changes in your life. The way that you strive for things, the way that you toil on this earth, just working and working for what? For what? The only thing that will satisfy your soul is to Come in to know the Lord in a personal way and just to see how he works and to trust in him. And it gives me so much peace knowing that and continuing to learn about that and to continue to rest in that. And so I'm really glad that I wrote this down because it was good for me to express my thoughts because, you know, in these moments, I didn't feel like the Lord truly loved me. I didn't feel like I was being seen and I was doubting how much he loved me because of how far I had run away from him in the past. And I know that some of us have probably run away from the Lord and done things in our own strength in the past or we're currently doing that. I don't know exactly what season of life you're in right now or exactly what your relationship with the Lord looks like. But for me, I doubted how much the Lord loved me at the beginning of this year because I was looking at my past and I was like, well, 
I did these things. I ran so far away from the Lord. I don't feel deserving of God's love. And maybe I am getting what I deserve. Maybe the Lord's not providing for me because, you know, I sinned in the past and now he doesn't want to use me for glorifying God's kingdom. He doesn't want to give me a boyfriend. He doesn't want to provide for me. I'm just going to have to suffer the rest of my life. But no, I read Luke chapter 15 and I'm so excited to read. I am really excited to share them because it gave me so much peace that even though we have run so far away from the Lord, even in the moments when we feel so undeserving of God's love and his grace and his mercy towards us, he does love us and he celebrates when we come home. He celebrates us when we fall short and we run to him and admit that we're sinners and admit that we can't do things and and admit that we can't live life without him and admit that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. So I'm going to read two parables today, actually. I'll read both of them because I decided I'll do that because they're both so good. So in Luke chapter 15, I'm going to read the parable of the lost sheep. And I've always loved this parable because there's a song that we sang in church in like high school about like leaving the 99. I don't know exactly what song it is. Maybe, maybe you'll know what it is, but the shepherd left the 99 sheep to find the one lost sheep. But basically this parable is starting off with the tax collectors and the sinners all drawing near to hear Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes are grumbling saying, this man receives sinners and eats with them. So he's talking about Jesus, you know, eating and dining with the sinners and, you know, having conversation with them. So then I'll read the parable and it says, what man of you having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the 99 in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it. And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. So I read this and I was more so intrigued by the way that it said celebrating the one sheep that was lost rejoicing over that and how there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents and over the 99 righteous people who didn't need repentance and I think back in my life and I you know in those moments when you feel like you're too far gone and you feel like you're too unworthy to go back to the Lord the Lord finds us where we're at don't you see how the shepherd found the one lost sheep and brought him home the Lord continues to seek us out throughout our lives and the Lord sought me out in my lowest points and he found me and he brought me in and he didn't punish me he didn't say oh my gosh you ran away from me now I'm going to hurt you and all this stuff but no he celebrates us when we return home he seeks us out and he brings us home and he celebrates and he rejoices that we are finally home when I first decided to fully run back to God at the beginning of this year and yes I had kind of been back and forth with the Lord in the past, but this year when I fully decided to give every area of my life to the Lord, I felt a little unworthy at the same time. And I did doubt because that's just my natural tendency. And I realized like in those moments that I need to remember how good the Lord is and how much he truly loves us. He loves us so much that he sought us out and he seeks us out in even the darkest moments in our lives. And he will bring us in. He will nurture us and he will provide for us. And he will celebrate when you come home. And I loved that so much. I thought it was just so sweet and such a great reminder. And I feel like I constantly need those reminders throughout my life. Even in the moments when I feel like my faith is doing well, I, you know, still doubt. And I wonder like, oh God, I don't even know if I'm worthy enough to have a Christian podcast. Like, I don't even know if I am 
capable of doing that. But because the Lord has sought me out and because he has made me new in him and because he loves me so much, he has given me that authority. He's given me that strength. He's provided my every single need for each and every day and for the podcast and for all of the things that he has placed in my life. And that's all I need for each day. And I love that parable because no matter how far you've run away from the Lord, the Lord literally seeks you out. And in those moments when you do kind of feel like the Lord is tugging at you, you feel like the Lord is kind of knocking at the door of your heart saying, let me in, let me in, let me show you how much better life is when I am at the center of your life. Listen to that voice. Listen to that feeling in your heart because for a lot of times I ignored it. For a few years, I actually ignored it because I'd been so hurt by people in the church in my past. I'd been so hurt by family members, literally my pastor, people in my life who were not good reflections of the Lord and not good reflections of Christianity. And it really made me dislike Christianity for a long time. And every time I felt like the Lord was wanting to introduce me to a personal relationship with him and for the Lord to show me who he is in a personal way, I shut him out because I had been so hurt before. And I was like, you know what? If whatever these people are saying Christianity is like, I don't want to be a part of it. I would rather just do things in my own strength. I'd rather live for myself. And I shut him out. And even in the moments when I was living for myself and I was in my lowest points in my life, looking back, the Lord was continuing to seek me out. And I would feel him just tugging at me, showing me and just telling me like, Jessica, like I have a plan that is so much better for you. That is so much better than whatever you are experiencing right now in this life. And so listen to that feeling, listen to that voice, listen to that gut feeling from the Lord that is telling you to run home to him because he is seeking you out in those moments. Even when you feel like you're so far away from the Lord, even though you feel like you've sinned so much and you feel so unworthy to go back to him, I felt the same way. And I know a lot of us do, but the Lord celebrates you and he loves you and he rejoices over the fact that you have run home. So there's that. I love that parable. It's at the beginning of Luke chapter 15. So if you want to go read back for yourself and just, you know, study that, I highly recommend. But then the other parable that I really want to read is also found in Luke chapter 15. And it is the parable of the prodigal son. And basically in this, there's a man who had two sons and the younger of them said to his father, father, give me, I'm reading after, I'm reading the Bible, literally word for word. Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. And so not many days later, the younger son gathered all that he had and he took a journey into a far country. And there he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate, but no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here with hunger. I will arise and go back to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his head and shoes on his feet and bring the fattened calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate For this my son was dead, and he is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to celebrate. 
And there's another paragraph after this. And so it's talking about the older son who had been there all along. And he's kind of mad that his younger brother came back after, you know, spending all this money that his father gave him and just wasting his life away. And so now when the older brother is seeing his younger son return home and that his father's rejoicing over it, the older brother is like kind of mad because, you know, this older brother was kind of, you know, being faithful the entire time. So basically when the older brother is going to his dad asking like what's going on and then the father says, oh, my son has returned home, he gets mad. He gets angry and refused to go in and he refused to celebrate with his brother. But then the older brother said, look, these many years I have served you and I have never disobeyed your command, yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fattened calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you were always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to celebrate and be glad, for your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. So I totally didn't mean to just read that parable to you guys, but I did. And I really love that parable because it just kind of reminds me, similar to the parable of the lost sheep, the Lord has entrusted us with many gifts and talents and abilities, but some of us take those and we run with it and we follow the Lord and we do exactly what he's called us to do. And then there's some of us, like myself, who decide to take those things and to hide them or to, you know, sell them and give them away or, or to use those things for our personal gain. And so we run far away from the Lord and we do exactly what the Lord has called us not to do. And so whenever we try to do things in our own strength, we often find ourselves at a point, our breaking point. And so a lot of us who decide to do things in our own strength and we decide to, you know, live life for ourselves and stuff like that, we come to a point, we come to a breaking point in our lives when we realize that the things that we are doing for ourselves and the way that we're living for ourselves is not going to satisfy or it's not satisfying our souls and that we actually end up with nothing and we feel empty inside. And so it's in these moments when the Lord is knocking at our door and he is just telling us to come home and run back to him and that he will provide our every need and that we need to trust in him. And so same, similar storyline as the parable of the lost sheep, but the younger brother realized that his father could provide his every need if he just came home. And so when he comes home, he feels a little bit actually very convicted of how he lived. And he talks about how he will say to his father how much he sinned against heaven and before him and that he is no longer worthy to be called his son. And he says, just treat me as one of your hired servants, just like anything for me to come home. And he just feels so unworthy to be in his father's presence. But then you read in the next verse, it's Luke 15 verse 20. It says, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and he felt compassion and he ran to him. He met him and he embraced him and kissed him. And his son said to him, father, I've sinned against heaven and before you, I'm not worthy to be called your son. But the father doesn't care. It doesn't matter. He says, bring quickly the best robe and put it on. And basically he's just talking about celebrating his son for his son was dead in his trespasses, but now he's alive again and he was lost, but now he's found and then they celebrate it. But this is just another example of how much the Lord truly loves and cares for each and every one of us and how no matter how far you've run away from the Lord, you are worthy of his love. You are worthy of his goodness and his grace and his mercy and that the Lord celebrates you coming home. And I know in this next little bit, it's talking about the older brother who is mad that his father is rejoicing over his son returning home, even though the younger brother was not a good steward of his faith and his possessions and things like that. 
But this can also be a good example for some of us who, you know, have been a Christ follower our entire lives or the majority of our lives. And then we see these people who are new to their faith or they decide to return home. We don't need to look down to these people. And I'm not saying like these people, like I am one of those people who, you know, is fairly new to a personal relationship with God and kind of starting over with my faith. But basically, we don't need to look down to people who are new to their faith and think of them as lowly, but rather celebrate them, rejoice with them, for they have come home for once they were dead, but now they're alive with God. And I love that part of the parable too, because I feel like a lot of times it's easy for us to, you know, fall into our flesh in these moments. And when we see someone who is new to the faith and people are rejoicing over that, it's like, well, I was following God the entire time. Like, I'm better than this person. But rather rejoice that your brother, your brother in Christ, brother or sister in Christ has returned home and now he is redeemed and and that he is able to experience eternity in heaven with you. So yeah, that's just a good reminder for each and every one of us. No matter what season of life you're in, no matter what you're feeling, uh, it's just so important to trust in the Lord and be reminded of his love for you. And that no matter how far away you've run from the Lord, he truly loves you and he seeks you out and he rejoices when you come home. So basically all of that to say The Lord loves you so much and no matter how far you feel like you've run away from him, no matter how many times you've said no to the Lord knocking at your door, just begging you to come home, consider him and seek his presence and allow him into your heart and allow him into your life because his plan is so much better for you. And even in the moments when you feel like the Lord isn't working on the timeline that you have expected him to, the Lord truly loves you and he does care for you. And his plan is so much better than anything we could ever plan for ourselves or anything we could ever ask for or imagine. And so just trust in him because he truly cares for you. And his timeline is perfect and no matter how many times we doubt his goodness and doubt his grace and his mercy and love for us and that he does see us and all this stuff, the Lord sought us out and he has been our entire lives. And all that we really need in life is to have a deep and personal relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. And once we have that and once we continue to tend to that relationship and once we continue to keep running towards the Lord and asking him for guidance and help in our lives, no matter what we're going through in life, the Lord will provide our every need. And it's easier said than done. I know it's easier to say, oh, just trust in the Lord and all this stuff. But truly, from what I've experienced in my life, I have found so much more joy and so much more peace in knowing that the Lord will provide and that he has provided in my life and that he continues to provide. And even if I don't see breakthroughs just yet, I just need to trust that the Lord's will and plan for my life is so much better than anything I could ever plan for myself. And that rather than going to God with these things on our agenda, these things on our list of things that we want in life, um, rather than going to him with all of that, just saying, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. And once you are content in knowing that, your life will totally change as it has for my life as well. And that doesn't mean that every single day of my life, I sometimes want to run back to my flesh. And sometimes I doubt God's goodness because I look at other people's lives and I'm like, oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. I must be behind. The Lord probably doesn't care about me enough. He doesn't love me enough. It's because I, you know, ran back to my flesh before. And it's because I ran so far away from him that he doesn't want to bless me and he doesn't love me. Um, It's easy for us to get wrapped up in those thoughts, but I am here to tell you today that the Lord loves you and he truly cares for you. And even in those moments, 
he will reveal himself to you if you just seek him out and if you just seek his face, if you read the Bible, if you pray to him and if you just ask him to reveal himself to you, he will in a crazy way. And he's done that in my life and I've seen him do it in other people's lives and I know he will do it in your life because he loves each and every one of us in a special way and he really cares for you. I'm really thankful that the Lord gave me this word today. I'm really thankful that I was able to articulate what I was thinking in my head for the past week and writing all these things down in my journal. And I hope that this was a blessing to you guys. I hope that this was a great reminder that the Lord loves you and he cares for you. And no matter how far you've run away from him, he wants you and he loves you so much and he will rejoice. And he rejoices when you come home to him and he rejoices when you come back to him day after day. And so... That's all I have to say. Thank you guys so much for listening to that. If you really enjoyed the episode today, please let me know and please give this episode a five-star rating if you enjoyed it, but if not, it's totally fine. But feel free to follow the podcast to stay tuned for upcoming episodes that are coming out and I'm really excited for what is to come with the podcast and what's coming up in my life. Really thankful for the Lord's provisions in this season of my life and I'm excited to bring y'all along with me. I love sharing my life updates with you guys. I love sharing what's been going on in my spiritual journey and I love just being there for you guys. So if you guys have any prayer requests or anything like that, please just let me know. Feel free to follow the Good and Faithful podcast Instagram. You can DM me on there. Um, I think that's just such an easy way for me to interact with you guys and just to, you know, stay in the loop with what's going on in y'all's lives, but also for me to, you know, share when new episodes are coming out or just little things about my faith that I am experiencing. And so very exciting stuff. And I'm really thankful that the Lord provided me with this outlet where I'm able to share about my faith and share my testimony and share my story with you guys. I am just so blessed and just so grateful that the Lord has been alongside me through it all. And I can only give him the glory for this. So yeah, that's all I have to say. And I hope that you guys have a great rest of your day. I hope y'all have a great rest of your week whenever um, I am going to have a great rest of my week because it's almost Christmas and <laughs> I am also moving today and tomorrow. And so I'm really excited for that. Um, but yeah, I hope y'all have a great rest of your day and I will see you guys in my next episode. All right. Bye guys. Thank you.